Praise the Lord. Welcome to the official GVPC podcast. My name is Pastor Chris Keats. I am the pastor of Gila Valley Pentecostal Church in Safford, Arizona. We're so glad to have you here listening to this podcast. We pray that it richly blesses you. And God bless you. Spirit, 
my brother. I pray, dear Lord, that you will help him. Lead him and strengthen him. Let your power and your word come forth. Amen. Again, I'm going to say it's been good. I drove 1,200 miles to get here. Amen. It was, I'm going to tell you, it was worth 1,200 miles to get with and be with the key family. I'm serious. You guys got a good pastor and pastor's wife. They're friendly. And uh, I can't help it you can't fish or not, but. <laughs> I want to put a title to this. And it's the kiss of death. The kiss of death. And you'll understand it by and by. We find in the scripture that I just read to you, now I expect you to act the way you normally do, and I want you to back me. All right. All right. A preacher's only good when the people back me. That's right. That's right. And I need all the encouragement I can get. But we find here we're talking about Judas, and they don't say anything much about Judas. But I did some study on him, and Judas was the 12th apostle. Eleven of the apostles came from the north. Judas came from the south. So we only got one that came from the south. And we find that Judas, by some reason, and the theologian says that the reason that he betrayed uh, Jesus was because Jesus was supposed to be the king of the Jews, and he wanted, to make him, he wanted him to have an army and throw over Rome and put Israel back together again. But you see, God said, I have a kingdom. And it's not Jerusalem. My kingdom is in heaven. Praise God. He says, I'm going to go away. And I'm going to make a mansion for you in heaven. Praise God. So we look at him. And what happens to him is that he... He goes and he talks to the high priest, Caiaphas. He talks to the elders. And he, they come to a money exchange. Right. And the money exchange, as we all know the story, is 30 pieces of silver. Right. And they took them. And when they took Jesus down, and he, he was in there with, uh, with those people, and, and, and they were scourging him. They were doing everything they could. And the Bible says that Judas seen what was happening. And it said that he repented him. But what he did is he went back to the temple and he says, I have betrayed the blood. It's innocent blood. I'm telling you what. We as Christians today, we can get ourselves into a position that we can betray Jesus. No different than what Judas did. We can say, hey, I'm a Christian. But you know, uh, Judas was an apostle. He was more than just a Christian. But the thing of it is, uh, he got into his mind that he was not going to be what Jesus wanted him to be. So what did he do? He betrayed Jesus. And then after the betrayal, and he's got the money, uh, he goes back to the temple, and he says, I have done it, I have done this man in right, justice. Right, right. 
I have done him injustice. And I tell you what, as I was reading this, you'll pardon me if I get emotional. Because what I'm about to get into is emotional to me. And so we find that he gives the money back. He gives the money back. And he goes out. Thank you, sir. He goes out. He finds a tree. You all know the story. He hung himself. Right. And the historians say that when he hung himself, that the branch he was on, he hit the ground, the branch broke, he hit the ground, and that's when his intestines burst out. Now you've got to understand that this was a man that walked with Jesus for three and a half years. And what the trouble is, is sometimes you and I get complacent when we're walking with God. And we don't get like we're supposed to be. And we don't worship God like we're supposed to. Let me tell you something. There's more to worshiping God than the beat of the drum. Oh, we need to get God in our hearts and in our soul and in our mind. And say, Lord, I love you. Lord, let me tell you this story. Praise the Lord. You guys, uh, you have to pardon me. I have a bad back. And uh, it's hard for me to move around. All right. All right. Praise the Lord. And so we find that that uh, is the first kiss of death. Judas's death was the first kiss of death. The one that I kissed, grab a hold of him. And then Judas decides, no, it's too late. You've pushed it too far. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And then we find out that Caiaphas takes Jesus and they, they know that they cannot try him. They don't have anything to try him on. But let's take him to Pontius Pilate. Right. Let's let the Romans deal with him. Right. And as the scripture goes on, and with your pastor, I know he's probably preached on this before. But you take, uh, you take Jesus and he's there. And he, they, they, the Romans uh, take him and they take off his robe. Uh, and he said they put on a scarlet robe. Uh, and then, then they took him and uh, made fun of him. And then what did they do? They put a thorn of crowns on my God's head. I'm telling you what, when I was reading this, and, and I've heard it since I was a boy, now that Jesus got crucified. But I'm telling you this time, when I was studying this, it meant more to me now than it did when I was a teenager. I'm telling you what, when God got them crowns put on his head, and they said, Bible says, and they gave him a reed, and they took the reed away from him, and he put his old garment back on, and they took that reed, and they hit him on the head, and I can see that crown and those thorns. So I went into his head, and the blood started running down his face. 
and he started tasting the blood. But that's not all we know that he did to our God. He gave, they took him out and they put him in, the, in a room and, in, and it says that there was 500 Roman soldiers in that room. They spat on him. Right. They done horrible things to him. Right, right. This is the God that you're serving. That's right. This is what he went through. That's right. So that you could be here today. Wow. And we find that they took him in that room. And then they took him and they they whipped him. And they gave him 40 stripes. I looked that up and I said, I thought it was always 40 minus one. It was to most countries, but to Rome, it was the 440. Right. So we find that Jesus, uh, not only has he got this crown uh, upon his head, and he's saying, man, I don't know if I can take this. Uh, you let me use my imagination. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I could not take the corner crowns uh, all the way into my skull, uh, right. tasting my own blood. Uh, and not only that, uh, if I could stand that, uh, I could not stand uh, 40 lashes uh, upon my back. Uh, right. And I'm saying uh, yeah, that uh, Jesus had the, the, the uh, crown and the blood was running in the front and the blood was running in the back. And it's the butt that set you free. And his back is, is beat. I remember my mom used to lock names and act the first one I want no more. Right. And that wasn't no whip. But you got four stripes on his back. Forty stripes, church. Yes, sir. Three. Forty stripes. Forty stripes. So weak. So weak. Give him his cross. That's just over with. Let's put him on there. I see. Now we got two up. We got wrinkle one more. Let's put him up there. And as they gave Jesus his cross, and he starts to go out, he's got that cross on his shoulder, and he's starting to walk, uh, and he can't carry it anymore. I can't do it. I can't do it. Uh, I'm too weak right now. And they said that the man was coming by, uh, and I think his name was Caiaphas. No, what was his name? Who? What was his name that took the cross? Simon. 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 See what you get when you get older? And they gave the cross to Simon. Right. And Simon took the cross. And to me, that was a symbol that you and I have to bear our That's right. own cross. That's right. That's right. We've got to take that cross and bear our own cross. Yeah. And as Jesus was trying to walk down to the hill of Galgotha, and he, got, he couldn't get up and walk, but you let me use my imagination. Two soldiers came up to him. Let me help you, King. Let me help you, King of the Jews. You can't walk anymore. 
I'm going to help you. And they put their arms around him and they help him down to the cross. Uh, he had already laid the cross down. And here comes Jesus finally made it there. And they say they laid him on the cross. If you know anything about the cross he hung on, they put a, a, a piece of wood and you put your feet on it. Right. And that's so you could push up. Yeah. Because when you go down, it crushes your crush you diaphragm. Right. Right. And I can hear. You may bear with me. I can hear that spike. Bam. 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 They put that stride, that stake uh, in his feet. Uh, and oh my Lord, I thought my back hurt. Uh, my God, yeah, I don't know. These feet are tearing me up. Uh, I'm telling you, the blood starts squirting out of his feet. Uh, and right. next thing you know, uh, it's the left hand. Uh, and bam, 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 bam. And they run the spike in there. Uh, and they go to the right hand. Uh, and they do the same thing. Uh, and he's laying there. Uh, and they say, all right, uh, it's time uh, to put him in the hole. Uh, to raise that cross up uh, and put him in that hole. And I'm telling you what, uh, when that cross hit down uh, in that hole, uh, their hands had to jar. Those right. feet had to jar. Right. That crown had to jar. Oh my goodness, what God did for you and me. That's right, that's right. And I see... I'm using my mind's eye. I see my God hanging on the cross. And he looks down. And he sees his mother. He sees Mary. He sees John. John, take care of my mother. He sees the other apostles. And they're back in the crowd because they're afraid they might be crucified. You're one of them, is what they told Peter. And that's why he denied him three times. And I could see Jesus as he went and scourged the He looked at the crowd. And I see Jesus. He looked straight ahead. You know what he saw? He saw a young man, 13 years old, son. I took these stripes. That's right. I took these nails. That's right. I took that spirit aside. That's I took right. that bit of pulse. I'm standing here oh, yes. to let you know, son, I did it for you. I did it for you. And he looked down to the day. And he looked down to the day that you received the gift of the Holy Ghost. He looked down to the day that you said, God, forgive me. I want to be with you. I want to do what you want me to do, Lord. I want to worship you. I want to be with you. How many of us have forgotten? How many have forgotten? I remember I was 
12 years old, I was I was raised in Pentecost. I didn't have a chance. I was raised in Pentecost. I cut my teeth on the wooden benches. You know, nails ripped your clothes. I didn't have a chance. And I, I think, I think that Jesus, when he looked down, he looked at you. And he says, on this day, you're going to forget your sins and I'm going to wish you And he looked at us. He looked at everyone else. And he says, see, I don't know your names. And I'll be gone tomorrow. <laughs> so if I pick on you, you better get me now. But he's called every one of your names. Every one of your names. I want you to hear that again. He hung on the cross and looked 2,000 years in the future and he saw you. He seen people that he's called and they've left. I won't get into that type of pastor business. So we see that Jesus is hanging there. And as he's hanging there, and he looked around one more time, and he gave up the ghost. The second kiss of death. On his pilot died. The Bible said Jesus died. Don't get excited. I'm going to take you something. And the Bible says this, Jesus was hanging and he gave up the ghost. It goes on to say, now I don't want to cross the swords to anybody, but I looked this up last night. That Jesus went to hell. And he said, Lucifer, and before I get into that, let me, let me tell you, I use my imagination again. I can see as Jesus went down to hell. And a little imp happened to see him. And he starts running. Lucifer, Lucifer, Lucifer. And he keeps running. And finally he gets to where Lucifer is. Lucifer, Lucifer. What do you want? Don't you understand we're giving a party? We're getting ready to have a party. He's dead. I think you need to come and see who's out here. Get out of here. We're going to have a party. Don't be a, a, you know, mess over my party. Anarchy. He says, you better come. And Lucifer went out and there stood Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. A whole lot of victory. Amen. You pardon me, I'm going to be rude. Hey, stupid. It's me. You didn't kill me. That's right. Amen. Car, the car poor can't make poor manufacturing company. That's right. So I see, I hear Lucifer talking to me. Jesus. 
Have you come to torment us before our time? Right. No. You're going to have your time. Right. You're going to have your time. And he said, give him. Give him. Now. Give him. The Bible says he took the keys of death and him. Lucifer, you don't have it anymore. That's right. You ain't got no power. Then the Bible says, Jesus says, I have all power in That's heaven right. and earth. Yes, I've got all That's power. Right. You That's ain't right. nothing. That's right. What you, what you are is what I allowed you to be. Right. And you ain't nothing, and your reward is just around the corner. A thousand years is like a day to God. And a day is like a thousand years. So, gone. Time don't mean nothing. And I see that Jesus is down there and he says, Oh, oh I overstood my welcome. I got to go. It's been three days. And the dead man was resurrected. There was no kiss of death on Jesus. That's right. The Bible says that he came back. That's right. He was resurrected. That's right. And because of the kiss of death, when Jesus died on the cross, that wasn't death. That was just the beginning of life for you and me. I had a lady in my church 
And she said, Brother Mullen, I'd like for you to go pray for my dad. And I said, well, is it coherent? No. She says, I want you to baptize him. I said, sis, I will not baptize him. Do what? I says, I'm not going to take him down a dead sinner and bring him up a wet sinner. He has no faculties. He doesn't know what's happening. So, she calls me up and she's at the nursing home. And she's, bro, mullet, bro, mullet. I said, yes, ma'am. My dad's awake. Can you come over? About 30 miles. Yeah, come on. I'll go over there. This man is coherent like some of us are. Come on. Come on. I'm teasing. I went to him and I started talking to him. I said, sir, you know who I am? Yes. You're a Pentecostal preacher, my daughter already told me. She said, she's coming over here. I said, sir, have you been forgiven of your sins? No. Do you want to be forgiven of your sins? Yes. He said, man, that's not pretty work. And so, they took us to the therapy room. And I asked him, did he want to be baptized in Jesus' name? I baptized that man. If memory serves me right, but we're talking 40-some years ago, I believe he received the gift of the Holy Ghost. Right, right. I'm almost certain of it. He died that night. I could have said, no, I don't want to go. And I'm closing with this. And I got all kinds of notes. Oh, I got three notes, so I'm going to close with that. Okay. Uh, Acts 2. 37, 38, and 39, there's a Pentecost to quote that forward and back. Men and brethren, what shall we do? What did Peter tell him? Repent. Repent! You're not going to heaven if you don't have a repenting heart. That's right. You're not going to heaven if you don't have a repenting mind. You're not going to heaven if you don't have a repenting spirit. God, when He hung on that cross and He was resurrected, He gave instructions. Go ye there in all the nations. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. We know what the name of the Father is name of the Son, and name of the Holy Ghost right. is. Amen. Yeah. 
Now, when they heard this, they were pricked in their hearts and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what shall we do? And then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remissions of sin. And you shall, not you might, not you can, but you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Yes, sir. When I was 12 years old, I was baptized in Jesus' name. I knew I was supposed to be a minister at six years old. But I ran. I ran. I heard I went to a conference with my grandpa. And that man preached to the preachers. This is what he said. Six years old. Preacher, if you don't preach the truth. Those people's blood will be on your hands. That's why sometimes your pastor steps on your toes. He wants to go to heaven. You know what else? He wants to take you with him. He wants to take you with him. And then the last one I want to read is uh, John 3 and 5. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except the man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Right. You can come to church all you want to. You can be the most faithful saint all you want to. But unless you're buried in his name, unless you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues, you're not any better than a box of the but that's why Batman, I want to say something. Brother Keys and I have been friends for a long time. Right. I think he's catching up with me now. Just to let you know, I'm 76. 76 years old. And when I started evangelizing, I had no idea I was going out and preach. No. I mean, it wasn't even in my repertoire. But God laid on my heart, if I can use Moses at 80, I can use you at 76. So there's still hope for some of you. Praise the Lord. Let's have the musicians come. Can we have a musician? No. Didn't like my preacher, so. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you this. Some of you have friends. I learned in my 76 years. There's friends, and there's friends. I can count on half a dozen, and probably have to get rid of two. That's my friend. I love that man.
and his wife to many of the precious people. You see, he's doing the will of God. He's preaching to you. He loves your soul. You don't know it, but he knows you sometimes he cries over you. And I'll tell you this one. He doesn't cry on my shoulder about any one of them. This ain't a dead church. This a dead church? Come on, let's get active and love the Lord and worship Him. Amen. 